Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when you are tuning in. My name is Jonathan Torres Herrera, and you are watching or listening to The JTH Show. Today, we're going to talk about tech CEOs, Joe Rogan, and his interview with Alex Jones. But first, roll the intro. All right. Uh, yep. And as always, remember, you can hear this uh, episode on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Radio Public. Um, okay, let's jump right into it. So let's start with the first story. And that is the Senate committee, or excuse me, the Senate hearing that happened uh, with the tech CEOs. Now, uh, it was over three hours. So it was actually almost four hours, uh, including breaks and stuff like that. I will tell you this. You didn't miss a whole bunch, but I have a lot to say about it. Of course I do, right? Now, why why more than anything? Uh, well, to, to say uh, my thoughts, let's first go over a few highlights. And really, it's crazy. There's really just two that you should really be informed about. The, the one that you probably, maybe, already saw, right? Because everybody wrote about it, was the interaction that Ted Cruz, the uh, senator, from Texas, a Republican senator from Texas had with Twitter's uh, CEO, which is uh, what he said. And he said, <laughs> um, who the hell elected you? Who the hell elected you? That's what he told Jack Dorsey, right? Now, uh, by the way, if you don't know what tech CEOs were, were uh, present for this hearing, it was uh, Twitter's CEO, Jack Dorsey, Google CEO, Sundar Pekai and Facebook's, of course, CEO Mark Zuckerberg, or as Gary likes to say, Zucks. But anyways, sorry, just set me off because every time I hear his name, I hear freaking Gary Vaynerchuk. But anyways, sorry, sorry. Let's back back to the topic. So the point here is that you have three of these big time CEOs, right? And you know, in a Zoom call, you can say with. Uh, some senators, and and it's because of allegedly, right? The uh, the issue with lawmakers who are trying to examine the 1996 statute known as Section 230, which shields online companies from lawsuits for hosting, taking down, or otherwise moderating user content. Which I guess brings me to my next to my next point, and that is actually these three CEOs don't see eye to eye necessarily on everything. Right. You first have uh, Jack Dorsey, who, as uh, someone said, looked like the guy was probably high or has an extremely, an extremely uh, calm presence demeanor or maybe just like an I don't give an F demeanor. I don't know. It's hard to say. Right. Uh, not to play, play a little bit of the of uh, his interaction. Why I opened um, this hearing with calls for more transparency. We realize we need to earn trust more. We realize that more accountability is needed to show our intentions and to show the outcomes. Thank you, um, Senator. So I, I hear the concerns and acknowledge them, but we want to we fix it with more transparency. So there you can see, I mean, uh, Senator, you know, the Senator uh, Ted Cruz is like grilling him and he's just like, oh, no, not necessarily. Oh, uh, I, I don't know that that's true. He's, again, you can see it either way, right? I personally felt like he's like completely out of place. 
Now, my producer over there, you know, tells me, uh, you know, whatever. He's owned his own company. He, you know, his own boss. He can do and dress however he wants. I don't know that I agree with that, but sure. I, I guess some people, you know, will see it that way. I see it differently. And that's perfectly fine, right? Because that's why we can still be friends. But okay. So you have then moving on to someone uh, like uh, Sundar Pekai, right? Who is the, again, the CEO of actually Alphabet. I shouldn't say Google. Alphabet, who owns Google, right? And then in return owns YouTube and everything. He, uh, he's a lot more of a suit kind of guy. Uh, at least I do. That's what I call him, a suit, right? He, he's very proper, even his background and everything. I'm, a, I'm observant like that. I observe like that. And, you know, observing his background, he has like some fake books back there. At least they look fake. Yeah, if I kiss, he looks very proper, very nice because he's a suit, right? Standing up very straight and, you know, interacting with, with, the, with, the, with the questions and everything. Very proper, not too much to say. Right, but it's what I expect of a gigantic, enormous beast of a company like like Google, right? Or again, Alphabet. Now, moving on then after to Facebook, you have uh, Mark Zuckerberg, who I, I, that guy belongs. I'm sorry, I'm going to say it. He belongs like at a Star Trek convention. Say what you want to say. There's some memes about it. I'm not the only one that has said that. He's like, is that the guy that used to come out in Next Generation? Come on. You know, he looks like he's out of place. He's uncomfortable. He did the same thing when he was alive, when he was there at the other uh, hearing that they, that they uh, subpoenaed him for. But, you know, at the end of the day, I will say this. Mark, in his answers, was, I think, a lot more thorough. He gave a lot more thinking into what he wanted to say. With that characterization of how the systems work, we design our systems to show people the content that's going to be the most meaningful to them, um, which is is not trying to be as divisive as possible. Most of the content on the systems is not political. Um, it's things like making sure that you can see when your, you know, your cousin had her baby or- Could you say he prepared more? Maybe. He's also a gigantic, big nerd. And not like the other two, two CEOs. Like, no, this guy is actually a developer himself. Right, he started actually Facebook, not just that gave money and stuff like that. No, like the guy deep dive into this. So to his credit, he's you know he's a guy probably that studies what he's about to go into. You know, the mind of a developer, right? And I gotta say, I, I give him more a lot more credit than the other two dudes. The the suit was just like very like whatever my lawyer said. Hold on, let me let me you know I have fifty lawyers because I'm Google right here next to me. You can't see him on camera, but they're there, and I can say this. Dorsey was just like, yeah, well, well. And if uh, Zuckerberg was more like, Senator, Senator, Senator. And again, a lot more thorough. Here's the thing, though. All three can agree on at least uh, if this uh, section should be revised or not. From political, we have uh, a really good uh, a point that they did because they revised the whole the whole hearing a lot more thorough than I'm than I am doing it now. But a really good point that they brought up is uh, Facebook embracing updating text legal shield while Twitter Google urge restrain. Right? It reads in part: Three of Silicon Valley's most influential chief executives find themselves at odds as lawmakers weigh measures to curb Silicon Valley's liability protections. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg is calling on Congress to update a crucial legal shield for online industry, for the online industry, excuse me. While Twitter chief executive Jack Dorsey says lawmakers should show restraint in changing the rules. So, you know, it, it really shows what I think at least Ted Cruz was going for, right? When he was like, uh, some might say, you know, losing his marbles um, 
when he was like grilling, right? He, he even said it. I'm not going to even go after, you know, uh, Zuckerberg and, and, and um, Bakai on this. It's, he's really after Twitter. And, you know, to a certain extent, rightfully so, right? I, I'm actually very passionate about this. And here's why. I know common, commonly you might hear when people say things very clichéically like, oh, he spoke to me. You know, I got to say, uh, Ted Cruz, out of all people, I never thought would speak to me. How? Well, here's the thing, guys. When when he said, uh, you know, the New York Post, who Twitter decide, decided to block, right, on a, on a big article, which uh, outlined some stuff that wasn't so f- favorable for the Democratic Party, specifically, uh Joe Biden's son, Hunter, uh, the Twitter decided to say, nah, you're not going to do that. And they blocked it. Granted, for 24 hours, and then we fixed it, as Dorsey said, right? which is still BS, which is what you know Ted was grilling him on. But Ted said something very interesting. He said, you know, the New York Post is not just some dude, some guy with a blog, right? And I was like, uh, but that's me right here. I'm some dude with a blog, right? My, my little page, Neo Tijuana Times, right, .com, in comparison to the New York Post.com, I'm just some guy. And he said, you know, they're not some, some guy. They're a 200-year-old, more or less, um, business, right, an entity that, have, in, in fact, allegedly, according to Ted Cruz, was, was uh, founded by Alexander Hamilton. You know, and you guys decided from your Silicon Valley, you know, empires there to just say, nah, we don't care, block. And, and here's the thing, right? If they did that to me, to my little blog, I, I can't do crap. I can go maybe directly to the blockers, right? And plead with them. Like we all do, all creators do, with all these CEOs and their companies. We all have to go to Alphabet or obviously, maybe not directly them, but you know, their, their subsidies or their companies, right? We all have to go to Google or YouTube for that matter and say, please don't block this video. Please make sure it's monetized. We all have to do that, whether we like it or not. Please don't yellow check mark this or go to Facebook, you know, when they decide to block something or just throw you off their, their platform. And of course, this applies to Twitter as well, which is, is BS and many people are tired of it, right? If you don't agree with the masses, right? Many times with these alleged blue check marks, right? With these verified uh, profiles that I that I sometimes, you know, also grill so much on, on, on other videos. If you don't agree with them, right? Because they are the masses, you're out. You're not allowed to be part of the good old boys club, right? Which is, I know, ironic because now it's like, hey, what do you mean Buddha, good old boys club? You mean good human club, right? Because it includes everybody. Whatever, you get the point. Right. That if I decide to say something that is maybe more conservative, right, or maybe not as liberal, then I might get blocked. I might be like, nope, not good enough. Sorry. Let's block this. And, and this is what they did here with the New York Post. Right. By blocking an article that wasn't with the left. Right. With the campaign uh, uh, of Joe Biden. Right. And, and they were hitting his son, Hunter Biden. Right. Uh, and it's, and it's BS guys, right? Because it can have, it really can happen to you. And that's when I say that I never thought that the one guy that Trump freaking bullied so much, uh, could speak to me, right? Cause I don't, I'm not really a big fan of Ted Cruz, but I gotta say, 
You know, I got to say, the guy actually, I don't know if it's a beard <laughs> or something, but the guy made sense in that, right? Some people, like there was this other uh, senator who was like, hey, don't you guys, a Democrat senator, he was like, don't you guys let yourselves be bullied by these Republicans? I was like, dude, be quiet. Be quiet. You have no idea, man, what it is to have an opinion that is not an, ex you know, extreme opinion. I get it. I get it when there's sometimes there's some people that are way out there, which we're about to get into one of those guys, right? Right now, Alex Jones. And they're like posting stuff. You're like, dude, you cannot say, you know, stuff like white pattern shit like that. You know, why would you say that on Twitter, you know, or on Facebook? You know, even though, yes, maybe you're protected by by the uh, by the Constitution. You, you really shouldn't be saying that because, you know, it incites, you know, violence and stuff like that. It, which, again, I know a lot of people will be like, oh, okay, really, JT? It's freedom of speech. I know, man, but that, I mean, there is some limitations, guys. Come on. I'm, I am open, right, to for grilling some of these CEOs and how they try to, try to stifle freedom of speech. But even freedom of speech, there, there should be some level of filtration, right? You shouldn't f say everything that comes to your mind especially if it incites violence. I, at least that's that's where I would draw the line. Maybe you disagree and that's fine, but I draw the line where, where it incites violence. You know, the, the New York Post posting that, you know, some, some stuff that's coming out to the light about Hunter Biden, that's not inciting violence. You know, it's, a, it's journalism, but it's not inciting violence. Why, why would that be blocked, right? Made no sense. So, you know, when it comes down to these CEOs, here's what I'll say. I don't think Jack Dorsey, at least I wanna believe that Jack Dorsey was in his like mansion somewhere or in his office, you know, and all of a sudden he saw ding New York Post, you know, it's like, oh, hell no, and call this freaking, you know, IT dudes or developers. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm right. My wife reminded me, he was probably like, hey, no, I can't do that, man. Hold on, tree. I'm not going to hug you. Hold on, real quick. What? Why? He looks like that. You know, this big ass, you know, it's like, hold on, man. I gotta, I can't do that. You know, we're going to go ahead and what? We're going to go ahead and block the New York Post. I don't think he did that. All right. Uh, here's what I do think, guys. All right. And I want you guys to actually use that critical thinking one more time. Let's really consider what can possibly be happening here. That you have employees within these organizations. And I, and I want to say that I almost know this to be a fact because I worked at a software company where we had certain IT people or developers that were of a certain mindset, you know, and they, they did things right to get their way in many different aspects with the programs. They know the code, they know they are the developer, right? And if they say it's a bug, it's a bug. If they say it's not a bug, it's not a bug, right? It's part of the features. Right. You call it a bug. They call it a feature. So when it comes to these companies, you know, again, I don't think I don't want to hope. I don't want to think that Jack is like every single tweet that's coming out. He's filtering. Right. Or that he has a hit list. But I do believe that there are some individuals within this company that might be of a certain mindset with certain biases. And they're like, yep, this is going to go be and be flagged. Yep. I don't like this guy. Yeah, and there's a lot of that in the Senate committee, you know, as they were talking about, like, well, the Ayatollah did this, but then you flag Trump like this, right? The Ayatollah said this, and it's the the tweet. The tweets are still up. You can go look, you know, you can look at that part of the uh, committee yourself or, or Google it, which is like uh, Jack. Well, you know, we didn't find that to to be to be in violation of our of our rule. And it's like, what? 
what? You're saying this. You're saying go that way. Come on, Jack. Come on, man. Now, I will give him one more bit of credit. And that is that at least he said after uh, Ted uh, grilled him and then the chairman's like, uh, we need to let him talk. Jack at least said, you know, we do acknowledge, like I said in my opening statement, that we need to be more transparent. Why I opened um, this hearing with calls for more transparency. We that to me said everything. I mean, there was a few words, but to me it's like, oh, okay. So that's like, yeah, there are some problems, but you know, we're going to call them wink transparency. We're going to be more transparent. Yeah. You got to put your developers. I'm sorry. It's going to sound a little aggressive on leashes, right? And now let them run around with their beanbags and their freaking you know, chanclas all over the office saying, develop, be free, free little birdies and tweet. No, you got to rein some of that shit in. And like Mark actually said, which is where I will uh, applaud uh, Mark. He said, yeah, you know, I, I actually, I don't, I'm not with Picard and uh, Dorsey over here. Yeah, maybe there should be some updating of these policies that were back, you know, made back in the 90s, right? 96. So, you know, if one guy is saying that, I think the other two can fall in line and be like, okay, yeah, maybe, maybe we do have too much power, right? Like, uh, like Ted also said, you know, Google has more power than any other company on the face of the planet. And uh, while I don't know every single company on the face of the planet, I will say that it's hard to, it's hard to argue against that. Google is a massive, massive company worldwide, right? And they have their fingers in a lot of things. In fact, you're probably watching this very video on one of, their, one of those fingers on YouTube, you know, and they can silence many, many, many people if they really, really wanted to. And we may not know that. We may not know if any of these companies are truly silencing anybody, right? We don't know their algorithms. We don't know, you know, their secret sauce. And okay, you can say, well, yeah, dude, then there won't be a company if everybody opens up their Twitter. I know, and it's hard to argue against that, right? But you know, at this point, it, it's also hard not to argue with the other side that's saying, yeah, man, but I tweeted this out. I posted this on Facebook and that was all of a sudden magically taken off. Or there is maybe this uh, new YouTube creator right here that posted, you know, something about, you know, re reviewing a, a certain uh, protest or something. Oh, you said a keyword. You said protest. We're going to have to flag your video. So come on. Right. And it's like, if you want us to review it, send us a request. We may or may not get to it in the next few days. Right. And there's always these buts like, well, maybe they have like a lot of videos to review. Oh, okay. Then never mind, I guess. All right. So, anyways, that's that's pretty much what happened there. That is pretty much what's happening there. Again, I don't, I'm not going to say it's these three individuals necessarily uh, stifling free speech or preventing us, uh, from, you know, expressing ourselves, uh, as our, at least here in the United States as the constitution, uh, allows us to, but I will say they probably definitely have employees within their organization that maybe they don't think like them, or maybe they don't think they need to follow any rules or anything. And maybe it's in their code. Maybe it's not, maybe we'll never find out, but let's hope that Jack comes through with being more transparent and more than anything, let's hope that they agree with Zuckerberg and, you know, updating some of this, uh, some of these policies, right? That they, they, at least in my opinion, should be updated. And for that, let's move on to story number dos. And that is the big story that has been now for the last two days with Joe Rogan interviewing or having rather Alex Jones again on his podcast, right? For like the second or third time. 
Okay. So this one, if you didn't see, has been all over the place. The video now has over 7 million views. By far one of the most successful, uh, you know, videos, interviews that Joe Rogan has had in, in uh, at least in very, very recent memory, right? And uh, there was an article on BuzzFeed News. I know a lot of you guys are going to be like, oh, dude, you go to BuzzFeed. Well, I got to go somewhere, right? So I go many different places for my news. And I like to get different angles, right? You know how I am, I hope, right? I like to go and see what the left thinks, what the right thinks, and then I make my own decision based on my own critical thinking, right? I'll go to comments. I'll see what different people think about this. Now, uh, what's funny here is that, you know, uh, BuzzFeed opens up this article with Spotify is defending Alex Jones' appearance on the Rogan experience. And it's like, yeah, do you know how much they invested in Joe Rogan? Huh? Did anybody know that number? Well, while nobody has seen the check, uh, very good sources say that it's uh, over $100 million. Now, is it maybe $90 million? Maybe it's $80 million. But let me tell you something. Even if it's $50 million, that's a lot of money. Right. For a company to be like, right. So we're going to write this check real quick. You're going to bring your program over here. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's going to be the deal. Uh, well, there was probably more to that. Right. We can probably say that Joe Rogan, according to to what he has at least uh, himself said on the show is, hey, yes, we're going to Spotify, but we can still be the Joe Rogan experience. I still have full control of my show. You know, it's still me doing basically whatever that I want to do. Now, since he was, you know, uh, positioned to move over. And after, even after uh, he he took all the shows over or all the episodes over, you know, there was all these uh, headlines. I didn't do a show about it because I'm like, oh my God, this is so stupid. You know, oh, do you see that some episodes didn't make it? I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there was maybe something in his contract, right? About some episodes that can make it, but as of, you know, as of when you come over, it's like a clean slate kind of thing. I'm like, I wasn't really surprised, but all these people are like, it's because it was, you know, some of the most controversial figures like Alex Jones and blah, 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 blah. Good for him. Then you started hearing more news, how Spotify employees were basically, you know, stomping their feet on the ground saying, oh, we want to have editing control and, and, and creative control over the show, which then I was like, uh, what? You know, I have my own show and, you know, if God wants it one day, I will uh, probably, you know, be maybe sponsored by certain brands or, 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 you know, maybe invited over to join a network. And let me tell you, one of the most important things that I've heard from many creators, people in the music industry, people in the movie industry, people in many different entertainment industries, you know, they have said, uh, make sure that, you know, you own your, your craft, make sure that you have more creative control, make sure that is not the the people with suits that are telling you what you can and cannot do because there's been many careers ruined, right? Because they lost creative control. Uh, you actually can rap that song. You can't sing that. You can act in this movie. You can only act in these movies, you know, and or in a case like, like me, like, you know, like a, like a podcaster. Yeah. Don't talk about these topics as it is, you know, Tagging along with the with my first story, we already have CEOs and their companies, you know, maybe or maybe not stifling some of our, our our progress by by saying what we can and we cannot talk about using keywords in our description. You know, we may or may not be flagged, so you don't need a, a network bringing you over and saying, "Yeah, you can't talk about this. You can't do that." So with Joe Rogan, it is very likely that Spotify said, "Hey." 
you know, we're not going to bring these episodes, but as of when you come over, all gravy, man, you can do what you want to do. That's what Joe Rogan said. And, you know, since you've had all these rumors, they have all these leaks, which is, I also think is very, very crappy of any employee within Spotify leaking, you know, their memos and internal email saying, oh, we were, we were up in arms and, you know, Spotify even had to have over 10 meetings. And that's what they said, right? Their lawyers released a, a statement saying, yeah, we've had to have over 10 meetings to basically please some of these, um, some of these whiny babies, right? Saying, oh, Joe Rogan, you know, he's so controversial. He has this, he has that. Everything. They've thrown everything at this guy. Look it up yourself. He's a homophobe. He's a sexist. He's a conservative. He's an apologist. Everything you can think about. And at the same time, you have people saying, but you know what? He should moderate the next debate. What? What the fuck? What? There was actually, yeah. There was actually a uh, petition for Joe Rogan to moderate the next debate after uh, Wallace you know, made a disaster, Mr. President, Mr. President. And it's, you know, Trump is like, hey, 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 excuse me, excuse me. He is such a liar. Everybody's like, dude, just let Ro Jogan go in there. And I gotta say, I wasn't for it until I heard this. What I think we're doing- Oh, by, by chopping our son's balls off? Okay, well, you're gonna go down another rabbit hole, you son of a bitch. <laughs> there, you can hear Joe Rogan literally tell Alex Jones. <laughs> He's like, be quiet, you son of a bitch. Like, you know, because, you know, Alex Jones has, has, um, He's known for just like, he's known for that, right? I don't know. The guy has something going on mentally. I don't know, right? I don't know. I don't know if it's just part of his character. Who knows? But the guy is known, right, for having to be redirected. It's actually like a total Trump, right? You give him one little word and it goes, oh, yeah, yeah. So Joe Rogan's really good at saying, dude, stop. Another rabbit hole. Come back over here. There is a point in the interview. He's like, you son of a bitch. It's like, stop, damn. So I gotta say, it would have been amazing to see Trump saying, excuse me, excuse me, son of a bitch. You be quiet. It would have been great to see that. You know, I think everybody would have like, yes, <laughs> awesome. Um, but anyways, so what happens in this interview? They touch all kinds of topics, all kinds of conspiracies. Why? Because it's Alex Jones, for F's sake. That is literally what he's known for. Now, I gotta say, I'm not with everything Alex Jones has said before. I, I'm not... Absolutely not. I'll say it right here, right now. You know, there are some things that I'm like, oh, you should not go down that, that rabbit hole. Even if you believe it was a, a, a possible conspiracy, right? Like he, he's known for, for supposedly saying that the Sandy Hook was a, some type of conspiracy. Again, I don't agree. You know, I wasn't there, uh, but you know, to say that it didn't happen, but I wasn't there to say that it did. From what I saw, the pictures and everything, it looked like it did happen you know, the stories, the interviews, and I'm sorry, without being there to say otherwise, I, I'm going to say this was true, Alex, you crossed the line, right? Are there other conspiracies? And in fact, things that he talked about on the Joe Rogan show that were true, that Joe Rogan, I don't know if he did it to please the mobs, right? Specifically those employees working inside Spotify, but he was like every other things that Alex Jones said about, oh, yo, it's like, oh, is that, hold on, hold on. Is that true? Jamie, is that true? Poor Jamie, if you don't know who that is, he's the guy behind the camera with Alex Jones. I've never heard Joe Rogan say, is that true, Jamie? Jamie's trying to, that one's true. That one's not true. Jamie, pull up that video. Pull up John Travolta. Pull up, just so you can see it. Pull that shit up, Jamie. Pull it up so we can see it. He was just going, right? And honestly, uh, like the quartering said, you know, and even uh, Tim Cast, most of the stuff that uh, he was like fact-checked on, 
Like, it was pretty close. Not everything, you know, not everything. There's a lot of shit that, you know, Alex Jones does, which is he just talks out of his ass. Uh, but it was um, it was pretty true, like a lot of stuff, which f- would surprise you. I, I, will, I will let you go watch the three-hour, I think, podcast if you want to. But, you know, I will say this. I don't think that, that the platform that Alex Jones is going under, I mean, because he's still technically the platform, is unjustified. Okay, for those of you guys that are like, <gasps> so you love Alex Jones, hold on. I do think that there is some justification behind him being deplatformed. Because if you don't know this, Alex Jones got his ass removed from Spotify themselves. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Because um, he was on Spotify technically as a guest. He got the platform from from uh, YouTube. He got the platform from Twitter. He got the platform from everywhere. Like everybody's like, yeah. Once one or two companies deplatformed him, everyone else is like, yeah, we're with Twitter. Yeah, we're with uh, Facebook. Sorry, Alex. And he was almost pretty much gone from the internet, other than the way he streams his own shows uh, through his own means. Uh, you know, I don't know how he does it, but I know if you go to his website, like his shows are there and stuff like that. So, you know, I will say that it, it wasn't without reason, right? The guy, I think he went too far with certain topics. Now, have some other creators done the same? Of course. And are they the platform? No. Well, because they are, you know, they're yelling the right things, right? You have people that will say things like, you know, every single thing or, or group organization that stands with Trump are extremists and they should, they're all evil and they say horrible things, right? And they're hardly ever fact-checked, ever. They, they, they are not deplatformed, no matter how horrible, you know, things they're saying. And it, and it really is is sad to see because I'm sorry, uh, if we all live in a world where we all think alike, where we're all identical in thought, first of all, how boring will that be, right? Uh, there will be no innovation. Trust me. You know, just think about it real hard. If you and I thought exactly without, I mean, without, without any kind of debate, we, you and I, right now, all of us watching this, thought exactly alike. We agreed on every single thing I said. The, how boring would that be for all of us to be in a party or in a room having any kind of intellectual discussion? Do you agree that uh, we should ban our guns? Agree, 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 agree. Nobody's like, um, hold on. Are we talking about toy guns as well? And no, oh, 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 Good question, good question. No, imagine if we all just blindly agree with everything, just... Yes, with whatever one person says. Yes. So, you know, do we need people like Alex Jones? Alex, I'm sorry, Jones. I actually going to say, yeah, I think we do. <gasps> A lot of people are going to be like, how dare you? I actually think we do. I think we need people that at least will make us think, right, of possible conspiracies. Because if you also don't know, some of these conspiracies end up being true sometimes. You might not be like, not one has ever been true. I'm going to laugh at you when freaking the aliens arrive and they're like, come in peace. I'm like, huh? you know, it's going to be real funny from, Haha. it's true, huh? So, you know, from that perspective, I, I honestly think, uh, I don't think it was that bad. I think the people at Spotify, especially according to many sources, you know, that say that they make pretty good money at Spotify. 
the average salary allegedly is about 90,000. I think you guys should calm the F down before you lose your jobs because Spotify, according to many different sources, including BuzzFeed, they're standing with their investment. So if you guys think that 20, 30 of you, I don't even think it's that many, are going to be like, lock in, lock in hands, lock in, lock in hands. We're going to walk out. Spotify is going to be like, okay, great. We get to start with new talent, saving us. How much you make? 120? Good. 130? Great. 85? You know, there's going to be people like, let me go. Let me go. I'm not going to lose my job over this. That's what's going to happen. I've seen it happen before. I've seen people that will walk into their boss's office, right? Saying, we demand more candy and it's like you're fired i didn't even want to be here i've seen it happen it sounds it sounds hysterical but trust me people will get fired for stupid little demands and saying we want to have control over your 100 million dollar investment that is telling spotify so you invested all this money you probably analyzed this character you probably thought it makes good money good content we think you're wrong we want us we want you to tell them the mean bald dude to give us his show so that we can edit and do everything we want. You're not the smart company here that keeping that's keeping us all of us employed. We know better than you, Spotify. And that's what some of those CEOs are like, oh yeah? Oh yeah, well, there's a door, and here's your last check. Boom. Right? And that's what honestly sometimes needs to happen. You know, when you have people that are stumping their feet and they're saying, Yeah, like, you know, this this ship is not sinking, it's it's floating rather well. Spotify is making a killing on bringing Joe Rogan over, but we don't like that he brought like one guest over and that Joe Rogan has a, a brain and he actually talks to other people that are not smooth brains. And uh, we don't like that. Yeah, you're being mean. So hmm. so that's just stupid, right? And that's what's kind of happening. And uh, honestly, it's going to end up with more people in the unemployment line, in my opinion, right? So I'll leave that there. I'll let you guys make your mind up for yourself, because that's what it should be, you know, and, and you digest this and you tell me if in the first story we should have CEOs not be more transparent, not be more clear about what their employees may or may not be doing with, you know, with code and how they block shit and how they, uh, you know, again, stifle uh, some individuals, some users. And then in the second story, you know, you tell me if, if uh, Joe Rogan, should only talk to people that you feel good about, that don't hurt your feelings. You tell me if you just should want to live in a world like that, right? I got to say that there's going to be more and more people uh, exactly like me, and I'm really happy. You may disagree right now, but they are, and I hope you join us. There are people already out there like Tim Pool. If you don't know him, you should go check out his channel. Tim Pool from the uh, TimCast and the TimCast IRL. Great guy. I listen to him regularly, right? He's very much in the middle. He said, I'm not with the freaking Republicans. I'm not with the freaking Democrats, right or left. Don't call me a conservative. Don't call me a liberal. I might have some points. I'm like, that's a good one. That's a good one. But I'm not going to label myself with any of that crap, right? I'm in the middle and I choose to be in the middle because I have a brain. Because I'm not with tribalism of saying like, come on. We're in the liberal. And you're like, okay, hold this stick. You're like, what does it say? It doesn't matter. Hold the damn stick. You know, whatever side you're with. Yeah, it's stupid. You also have, you know, people like Jeremy from the quartering, you know, which, you know, you have H3H3 who is like, ah, oh, he's such a conservative. He's not. The guy is very much against, you know, like big social, you know, justice warriors and, you know, crap that it's like, oh man, that's really, again, tribalism. I also suggest you go look at their channels. You know, I think, um, I think those two guys are, 
are very much what I see myself as, right? Someone that's more, more in the middle of many subjects because nothing, and I don't think anything should be black and white, right? There should be no, almost nothing, almost nothing. That's like, what do you think about, you know, universal healthcare? It shouldn't be like, oh, toilet, pose it, screw that. Everybody can die. Or the opposite. Oh no, give every single person healthcare without question, even if they're rich or poor, just give it to them for free. No, there is a middle ground. But the problem is that many people don't know where that middle ground is. And it's like, oh, I don't agree with Bernie Sanders. <gasps> oh my God, how dare you? Or I agree with Trump. <gasps> oh my God, you must be a freaking racist. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm brown. I'm, I'm brown. Still, white supremacist. I'm, I'm brown. <laughs> like I'm Mexican. I've been, I've been told that before, you know? So anyways, yeah, fun stuff. Fun stuff. Actually, I had a lot of fun with this episode. I don't even know if you're still here, but I had a lot of fun with this episode. Uh, yeah, so I think that's all that matters, right? For the few that are still here, hi, we had fun. All right, uh, that's it for today. Thanks for watching, and until next time, see ya. Hey, thanks for watching the JTH show. Remember, you can catch all the episodes, full episodes, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Radio Public. You can also visit www.thejthshow.com to catch episodes there and to catch anything that we had to blur out because of YouTube. Um, or any other platform, we usually put all of our raw uh, information in there that is uncensored. Um, you can also become a member at www.thejthshow.com to catch all the special perks. Thanks for watching.